Aloha Kako. Um, second edition of the Dark Side of Hawaiian Politics with our brother, the National Crisis. It's been a long time coming, Lahui. Um, I hope you guys like this. Um, tune in. It's a free download. And um, basically, this station is for you, Lahui, where we can discuss Kuka and um, get these issues out so we can discuss these things and come up with a solution. Um, let's get them. The State of Fraud, Department of Homeless Hawaiians, Kohava Ipai Aina. DJ, ready to cut it up, DJ? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Aloha, you listeners out there. We're going to start it off with the Olelo for the week. So the Olelo for the week is Ko Hawaii Pai Aina. Ko Hawaii Pai Aina. So the first time we see this in the newspapers in 1837. So I ko Hawaii Pai Aina. Ko Hawaii Pai Aina in 1837. Um, talks about the archipelago, talks about the territory um, of the Hawaiian kingdom. So if you want to reference a term um, to align with justice, pono, then use the term ko hawaiipai aina. Then the next significant time where the term not only designates a territory, but it also becomes a part of the most important document, um, in our history of Hawaiians, uh, August 17th in the newspaper Kanona Nona in 1841. So the constitution of the Hawaiian kingdom is now forever embedded in the Hawaiian constitution, Hawaiian kingdom constitution as Ko Hawaiipai Aina. Ko Hawaiipai Aina, the 242 islands in our archipelago, is designated in its legality and boundaries for the neutral Hawaiian kingdom nation state uh, under a illegal and prolonged occupation currently with its puppet government, the state of Hawaii, um, and 127 years of continuing fraud uh, corruption, theft, lies, uh, war crimes, um, incarceration. So the next time um, the Hawaiian Kingdom, Kohavaipai Aina, continues in justice for um, over 50 years until 1893, um, illegal overthrow. So that's when the Americanization, the colonization of the mines, indoctrination begins. And so we always got to remember that because when we make decisions because of the intergenerational Americanization and the oppression that uh, brainwashed us into choosing to be American over being Hawaiian is really our biggest problem and the reason why we made this podcast The Dark Side of Hawaiian Politics because Hawaiians will show the dark side of themselves that was brainwashed into them. You know, sometimes we cannot blame them, but if they continue to do the same corruption, the same lies, and no believe in the Hawaiian kingdom, then we got to call them out, and that's what we do on this show, guys. 
Well, mahalo, DJ Derb. So, so thank you guys all, Kako, for, turn, uh, for tuning in this week. This week um, is our official start of our campaign of the dark side of Hawaiian politics. And um, our formation, um, what DJ Derbs uh, just introduced, um, be- before every show, we want to give um, a little mana olelo of the week, a little context, um, a little historical context, and then um, turn it into a present-day context. And so that was just a start of our show, and that was with the... Um, with the Mano Olelo of the day. And so within our show, we have um, three phases. And after the Mano Olelo, we have our our, um, our quite interesting Smash or Pass. And um, like I said last week, the Smash or Pass is basically our up-to-date um, news that we got throughout the week. Kohava Ipai Aina. We read all the mails, and um, we go through a lot of newspaper, and we try and get the best... Um, the best news that we feel that endanger or improve our our Native Hawaiian betterment um, issues that we have in Koava Ipai Aina. So, this week, starting up, DJ Derbs for Smash or Pass. Today, up on the chopping block, yours truly, Uncle Harry Kim Chi. So, this past week, DJ Derbs, your Uncle Harry Kim Chi. He basically had some spicy attitude this week. Um, he basically said uh, the people or the Kia'is or the Hawaiians on Mauna Awakea are basically Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. So, DJ Derbs, you on the clock. Chop it up. You got three minutes to give us your explanation before you smash or you pass. So, Harry Kim Chi up on a chopping block. DJ Derbs, cut it up. Whether anyone likes it or not, Harry Kim is a foreigner. He's not Hawaiian. He's not from these islands. Even though he was born here, even though he was raised by Hawaiians, and he always likes to pull out his picture when he talks to, when he talks to Hawaiians, he pulls out Uncle Robert's picture, thinking that we got to automatically agree with him. And, you know, Uncle Robert, Kiliho Omalu, he was for the kingdom, the restoration of the kingdom. And to hear... Harry Kim called protectors, not protectors, but Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. It's just a continuation of colonization of foreigners in our archipelago, telling us what we are. You Well, you know what, Harry Kim? Smash on you. There because you, you and foreigner, yeah? Just like the mayor on Maui, the uh, Caldwell on Oahu, all of these mayors are foreigners, and they continue to violate the oath to the United States Constitution, Section 6, Article Article 2, Section 6, where treaties are the supreme law of the land. Why do these guys want to ignore their oath that they take and the U.S. Constitution? Smash on Harry Kimchi. There you go, DJ Derbs. DJ Derbs, again, once again, cutting it up. Um, so... The national crisis has to weigh in because this seems to be a national crisis. We got a spicy attitude from Uncle Kimchi this week calling us Girl Scout cookies. Well, I like Girl Scout cookies, you know. I actually like the mint ones. So, to be honest, hearing hearing um your uncle Harry Kimchi go off this week, it's 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 almost like a, a sickness. We had we had a few meetings with him over the year and basically basically um 
We didn't get good grounding with Harry Kim. It seems like he has some dementia sometimes when we talk about our our um, constitutional rights and the obligation of the mayor himself. So, by the terms of Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, DJ Derb, you said it best. I have to smash the lao lao because these things are just is this is this too contradicting to have a foreigner, um, you know, reference us. As Girl Scout cookies or Boy Scouts cookies, it's almost ridiculous to have these kind of conversations with these politicians in high places. So, Lahui, you know, for our sake being the national crisis, we have to smash DJ Derbs. So, DJ Derbs, there you have it, man. This week, um, Harry, spicy kimchi, we have to smash you this week because you have continuously shown your non-support for the beneficiaries and the Native Hawaiians. So, next on the chopping block, coming around the corner, we have Mrs. Heidi Suneyoshi, uh, Oahu County Councilwoman. Uh, they passed a resolution um, on behalf of the waitlisters and uh, on behalf of the beneficiaries following the law where requiring the Department of Hawaiian Homelands to obtain beneficiary consultation before any kind of transfer of any kind of lands in our archipelago. And for a foreigner, Suneyoshi, to present this resolution to the county council and it get passed requiring DHHL to do beneficiary consultation is, um, I just got to give her a pass this week. She, she gets a pass. Ah, yes, yes, yes. You have it there. You have it there. So, Mrs. Heidi, we from Moko Kiave would like to send our mahalo to you for the honor that you possess in the time of the dark ages of the Hawaiian politics. Right? The dark side of this Hawaiian politics would never allow the general public to speak like this. But you, Miss Heidi, it's a real clear cut, decisive tonight. We pass you. For the betterment of our community, you seem to have your head on straight. And I wish Crook Caldwell and Mr. Ige would learn from you, Miss Heidi. We appreciate you from Moko Keave. Mahalo. Next up on the hot seat, DJ Derbs, we have yours truly, Cousin Sam King from Oha. Cut it up, DJ. Aui nohoi, Sam King, descendant of original insurgents in 1893. When you listen to this guy talk, it sounds like continued hate crimes, continued humanitarian violations, Telling the public that protectors should be sued for the cost. It wasn't our Sam decision King. to block the road. It wasn't our decision to desecrate Mauna Kea. So how can this haole, well, I know he hoin, but he act haole, yeah, Sam King, and, 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 and try to criminalize us protectors. Yeah, who is this guy? Right. He's a descendant of an insurgent. So don't listen to his lies. Don't listen to his war crimes. And he gets a 
Sam Smash the King Smash from DJ Derbs. <laughs> DJ Derbs, yes, DJ Derbs. So, National Crisis have to uh, weigh in on this. And when we look at um, Sam King, Sir Sam King, um, if you guys, Lahui, had no opportunity to see him live in performance at the Lash Pro TMT, you guys have to check out this wonderful species. This wonderful species has so much anger built up in him, and it's almost like he's lashing out, even though he's Hawaiian, yeah? We don't smash on Hawaiians as if we're cannibals. That's not our taste. But for Sam King to come across and say, hold our kupuna, and their assets, and freeze them? This guy has a law degree, Lahui, and he is dangerous. This guy is a radicalist, and these are the type of people we must maka'ala, yeah? Uh, we, we don't need to interact with these people, but we do need to listen and watch these special species in their works because he carries a traditional... Um, context with the overthrow that is forever embodied in his family and in his mindset so for that being said dj derbs smash 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 king so on to the next our favorite run by yours truly the department of homeless hawaiians and today's smash or past topic it is on what happened to the consultation. So Senator Akaka in 1995 authored the Hawaiian Homeland Recovery Act enacted by Congress, which prohibits DHHL from selling or exchanging our trust lands without oversight and consent of DOI or the beneficiaries. But they continue to administer illegal transfers, fraudulent transfers, um, allowing non-beneficiaries to use the land, and in 2019, on the lands taken for the rail. How is these guys just continuing fraudulent actions that violate Congressional Law, 1920 Hawaiian Homes Commission Act, 1995 Hawaiian Homelands Recovery Act? It seems like whenever people... Non-beneficiaries approach DHHL, they do things like this. D. Bartolo, he wants to build a 65-acre mall in Kapolei to make money. He, DHL, gives them the land. Oh, Canadians okay. want to build a solar farm um, to make money for HECO. And DHHL gives them 147 acres of land. And the telescopes want to road up Mauna Kea. DHHL gives them our land. Mm. Um, the city wants our land for the rail. DHHL gives them 50 acres of our land. DHHL is violating the Congressional Act. They're violating the U.S. Constitution. And DHHL is serving the state of Hawaii and not the beneficiaries. We need to clean house beneficiaries. So we DJ need to clean Derbs, house. DJ Derbs what? So what you so, so what you trying to say? I'm saying smash and remove. Smash and remove, right? So, you know, you, can, you, you, you always do your research. You always cover all the aspects. You know, sometimes, you know, 
I'm always on the short stick of um, people who have better degrees with me and better notes. So um, bear with me. But my brother right here, with the research and the data he gave you, I had a little idea while he was giving out that data. For every acre they give, can we give one year of federal time with Antike Aloha? Can we give them a year for every year that they gave out, uh, for every acre they gave out of ours? Can we give the chair, the deputy, and the acting governor and mayor some vacation time with Catherine Kealoha? I think they're asking for a vacation time, yeah. national crisis, because they're, <clears throat> they're, they're committing national crises. When they're supposed to be the rehabilitation, they're actually committing national crises, national crises. Yeah, brother. So, so you know, DJ Derbs, um, for the quite simple fact that there was no consultation to be held over 10 years ago, directly put on the Department of Homeless Hawaiian Lands. We say homeless Hawaiians because over 100 years, you guys have only sufficiently put on under 10,000. So the name fits well, but you guys can put up fence along our mauna. You guys can put all these extracurricular activities up before your constitutional oath. Approve the arrest of the kupuna on Mauna Kea. That's from the chair. And so, DJ Derbs, just like I ask you all the time to cut it up, we just smash this one up. So get ready, guys. In January, we need to do the gut and replace. No Isla continuing for chair. It's coming up in January, guys, the confirmation hearing or the gut and replace hearing. So all of you beneficiaries, all you Hawaiians out there, successors, you need to wake up and make your voice heard through letters and testimony of Noah Isla because he has committed the most evictions of beneficiaries Isla. on Hawaiian homelands than any other chair of the Hawaiian homelands. And he's not even, he hasn't even been there for a year. He's less than a year. And, and in the 10 But he's year, a pro, but he's a pro. But he's a pro at what he does, right? Because, because um, DHHL and this issue with the rail is just, a, is just a small snippet of the constitutional oath breaking that's been happening since the 1920 Hawaiian Homes Commission Act, which everybody seems to um, use for their personal piggy bank. But you guys heard it here from the dark side of Hawaiian politics. Everyone go out there. That data that DJ Derbs was presenting, research it. Come up with your own conclusion. Find out who are the players. And then come to your own conclusion as we do on the dark side of Hawaiian politics. This guy's been around for quite some dinosaur years. He's, he's a really impressive um, public figure. And I think he goes by the name of DJ Derbs. Cut it up. His name is Mr. <laughs> Kasmela Smela. Kasmela Smela. Yeah, the Corporation Council um, lead um, lawyer. You know, why is it always Hawaiians that are committing the uh, war crimes on the Hawaiians? Why, why, why is that? Why is the indoctrination um, built in so powerfully um, in these Hawaiians like Sam King? Um, and now we're talking about Kamela Mela in the county council hearing. Um, um, this week when he goes to the council after the agreement was always signed, already signed, 
and says, oh, if you guys don't approve it, then we don't get the $10 million. Who signs a contract or agreement when you've never even read it? I think Kane Ali, uh, Kleinfelder, um, Miley David, um, Aaron Chung, you know, they brought up those concerns of how can they sign and how can they approve an agreement through a resolution without even reading the agreement? Um, in the county council, there's no transparency. There's just more corruption. There's just more underhanded bribes and deals so, that so use million, our tax money. Ten, $10 million dollars. Ten million, DJ Derbs. Ten million awarded before voted. It's scary because of the gut and replace tactics that the former board of regent is suing um, state legislatures uh, legislators right now um, for this gut and replace um, tactic that's known out there. Um, with uh, government officials, but just like they turn a blind eye, they, they, they don't keep what's happening, communications transparent, but they're using your tax money. They're using your taxpayer money. Guys, you got to speak up through these 127 years of corruption and fraud. We got to stop it and end it. So, DJ, for Captain Kasmela Smela, what is the verdict on the Smash. The smella smella. He gets a big smash. Kamela smella. There you go. Moko Kiave. Smash. Kasmela smella. So, with that being said, we have the highest cost of living, the highest cost of gas, and the highest cost of everything. So, you, Kasmela smella, cannot get a pass today. I humbly smash you every day for $10 million. That's what it is. So, DJ Derbs, our last two topics on the Smash or Pass Dash is enormously expensive speed trap that uh, Chair uh, Aaron Chung um, talks about in that same meeting. And this is what he says. Basically, they're giving all of these tickets, and I don't see any progress, so I don't know what they're up there for. Chung says, either sweep them or come down. They've counted over 7,600 traffic citations targeting the protectors. Because when have they ever amounted, amassed 7,600 tickets anywhere on Moku Okiave? I think that is the context. most... Um, legendary speed trap, speed trap, traffic violation um, ever created on Moku Okiave. I think they just hit a record. Historical, historical. So historical record. record on this one. And the thing is, it's an ex enormously expensive uh, speed trap, says Aaron Chung. And with seven thousand six hundred traffic violations, just gotta support. The alignment of war crimes targeting Hawaiians since 1893. That's all that those numbers inform me of is the continuing targeting, the continuing war crime situation. I just drove over um, Saddle Road um, this afternoon coming home. 
Uh, I saw four cars pulled over in four different areas. And I saw an additional four other police officers waiting at different spots. And it's only when you go up to Mauna Kea from Pohakuloa to the other side of um, the protectors. So, uh, Ohana's out there. Please be careful. Buckle up. Buckle up. Keep your kids safe. Drive safely. Ten miles underneath the speed limit. Get your um, ticket. Get your um, stickers all updated because... You don't want to be harassed, and you don't want to give the fake state any more of your money uh, with these illegal speed traps targeting Hawaiian protectors, which, hey, I got to say, after Senator Kahele um, and that hearing with DHHL at uh, the Capitol, that's when the two roadblocks, I came back home, and the two roadblocks popped up right on both sides of the intersection of Pu'uhuluhulu. Got you. And since then, till today, they amassed over 7,600 tickets, hey. intimidating. Going to the hukila almost. This lane net and this cross pai pai, huh? This <laughs> pai pai right off the road, yeah, cousin? DJ Derby, pai pai? So I got to agree with um, Dr. Sai and his analysis of the state of war. Because when you go over... Um, Saddle Road, and you hear the bombing, you feel the bombing, you smell the bombing, and you see your Ohana members on the side of the road getting harassed uh, with, with ticket violations. Um, guys, this is not a, a state of peace. This is a state of war. So um, be safe out there, all you Kanakas. Boom, DJ Derbs right there laying it out. Big, big hukilau going up there on Saddle Road, everybody. So since you guys now hear that the hukilau is up, so just be safe because we, it's like you guys, have family. So buckle up, get your safety check, malama your kiki, and go under the 10-mile marker, uh, under the 10 miles per hour mark that the sign has showed. The reason for this is 7,000 fishes caught. <laughs> so, kanakabara pound, 7,000 plus. So, makaala lahui. That road is the Hukilau. So, make sure everybody's safe. I don't have too much to weigh in for that one, DJ. <laughs> I just got a shout-out to all you guys flying your highs. Hawaii's upside down. Keep flying them upside down. Keep flying them from your cars. They want to censor us. They want to quiet us. Um, that's why they made it um, e perceived to be illegal, giving tickets to all those Kanakas with Hawaiian flags on their trucks. But come on, guys. Invert your high Hawaii. Let the world know we are in a state of distress, in a state of war, and we need peace. 127 years of uh, state of war has caused an increased number of suicides and violations. So turn your high Hawaii inverted and communicate to the world that we are being attacked continuously and daily. So stay on that road, but stay under the speed limit, Lahui. Next and last on the hot seat for this week's topics on the dark side of Hawaiian politics, we have <clears throat> the breaking news of some disturbing issues that we've been following for quite some time. So the Beneficiary Trust Council and the Nakoa Kia'is, along with the beneficiaries and waitlisters on Mokoa Kia'ave, have been vigilant, have been vigilant on the Aina Mauna lands. And the reason why we had to be vigilant was there was a mass theft of generations 
of our royal peepee giving to Kamehameha from George Vancouver in the 1700s that was held in trust for the Hawaiian kingdom heirs, Kamehameha's successors. With that being said, Ige and Isla, along with their state agent, Kamara, has been having meetings on the Mauna about how to allow <laughs> Lazy Ranch LLC, led by Levi Rita, who is a non-beneficiary from a different moku, to have access. Now, remind you, these people have had, had access. They have had gotten food. But we would like to show a little light about these backdoor deals on the dark side of Hawaiian politics. We were very disturbed this week to hear that they had four meetings prior to this week's meeting, DJ Derbs. With the kupuna. With, with our kupuna, respectively. But this issue stems beyond the ala, lahui. This issue is for the ones we have lost and the issues that we have been fighting for many generations. Not me, our uncles, and we're picking up the slack to move forward. So, land agent Kamara and... DLNRX and present day chair, Mr. Bill Amalaya. So, this fourth meeting that we had, Kako, it was disturbing. We were invited to the fourth, not the first, not the second, not the third. We do not place blame on everybody, but we do want to identify the crisis actors. We want to identify the crisis actors, the roles they play, and the names that put faces and pictures to the map. So, this Ainamauna legacy, the cattle that we've been watching over for over five years or so now, have been taken, have been taken from a lot of individuals that we will bring forth later on on the dark side of Hawaiian politics as we grow. Because this conversation can go deep, and it can go wide. But today on Smash and Pass, for those people that I just named and the insides that they have within our families and community to push for such access is so disrespectful and in clear violation of the constitutions provided for the betterment. Without constitution obligations, we have lawlessness. What I mean is, the Department of Interior must weigh in alongside with the consultation of its beneficiaries. These are the issues that plague us when the department heads, Bill Laimalaya, can give a RPF to a Portuguese rancher, not even from this moku, to go ahead and take the peepee, and out of the peepee cells, they keep 70 cents of the dollar and they give the beneficiary homesteaders, you're right, homesteaders, 30%. Why did I say homesteaders? Because the weight listers are cut out of the deal. They weigh in beneficiaries, commissioners, and that's it. So, DJ Derbs, when we hear four meetings have gone without are beneficiaries or waitlisters present? Does that bring clarity or oya'io to the table? 
Koli Kamara is a liar. I only witness him um, do corruption. Um, it's unfortunate that now he's taking um, the kupuna and the kupuna tent down that road. Um, we explained it to everybody at the beginning. And now he's back again trying to work his sweetheart deals um, with these non-beneficiaries to take our royal peepee. Mm-hmm. Um, in accordance with Kia LLC, who's being investigated right now. So Kia LLC, don't forget, put Kuali Kamara on that chopping block also. Because that's your brother-in-law, right? Mm-hmm. That's your brother-in-law running Kia LLC. So commissioners, I hope you can hear this. Because um, not only raping Haleakala, you're raping Mauna Kea too. So, you know, we just got to stop these illegal... That makes uh, it, DJ, corrupt actions. DJ, that makes total sense. Because when we talked about this at the last meeting, he gave the gavel and then he called the cops on us to try and stop us from talking. But all we want is transparency. You got to remember, these land agents called cops on us for Aina Ho'opulapula when we voted through a government process with our beneficiary consultation of all six districts to go ahead and be on that mauna, to do the data, to collect what the department has failed to do. But when we went up, we found out all of this crazy things, yeah? So with these crisis actors, this backdoor deal on the dark side of Hawaiian politics, um, this is just a light segment on what we're dealing with up there. But I just want to shine light on the jackpot winner, Mr. Levi Rita. From yours truly, Lazy Ranch LLC. It's quite amazing how this guy just comes out of nowhere and then boom, he wins the contract. Hey, all I ask for is the Constitution and what it provides us. I don't want to know what it allows non beneficiaries to steal. So, with that being said, for the last segment of Smash and Pass, Crisis Actors on the Chopping Block, DJ Derbs, cut it up. Smash. Smash. The last two are called the Constitutional Oath Breakers. So within the Constitutional Oath Breakers, like I said last week, we were going to do it in memory of our favorite uncle, Walter Pacheco, the Blotter Report, but we don't want to take that Lelo. The segment of our podcast is going to be shared. The second part is going to be called the Constitutional Oath Breakers. So the constitutional oath breakers, like I told you guys last week, this has nothing to do with Kanaka or citizens stealing Kit Kat bars from KTA. This section of the dark side of Hawaiian politics will focus in on the blue-collar corruption stemming from high places and high-profile politics. Yes, you heard it, Kako. Politicians in high places, high-profile. That's coming up next after the 25 to 20 second cut break to go ahead and go get refreshments. Stay locked, Kako. You won't want to miss the grand finale of the second episode of The Dark Side of Hawaiian Politics. Kako, Kako, thanks for sticking with us as always. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, rough, it's a rough beginning, but um, thank you guys. So our last, our last two topics that we're going to run through is first our constitutional oath breakers yes 
Kako, our constitutional oath breakers. So what consists, so how you make this line up is you have to be historically great at what you do, DJ Derbs, right? You got to be historically great at what you do to make our list. Like I said, this is not the Hawaiians stealing Kit Kat bars from KTA. This has to do with your blue-collar crime coming from your blue-collar criminals, which is politicians in high places. DJ Derbs, our two highlight constitutional oath-breakers of this week because you have to be a very great individual of your work to be starred on the constitutional oathbreaker segment. And so, the first one up on our constitutional oathbreakers, we have Uncle Ige. Uncle Ige uh, violating uh, United States uh, Constitution, uh, Article 2, uh, Article 6, Section 2, uh, U.S. U.S. Constitutional Law states, treaties are the supreme law of the land, Therefore, um, not recognizing Hawaiian Kingdom treaties, not recognizing our Hawaiian national identity in the territory is breaking the oath of the United States Constitution as the governor of the state of Hawaii. Smash. Smash. So, Ige. A little history about Ige. Ige's forever love is related to Judge Ricky Mayamano. Judge Ricky Mayamano is the judge that passed the TMT. But everybody seems to forget that they were family members. So, Ricky Mayamano says she has no affiliations with the UH. But it proves to show she has long good standing with the university and Imi Law. So, when we look into Ige's relationships, like we was last week, you know, he's a quite interesting character. Yeah? He has an ex-felon, drug felon, managing his property, yes? And Judge Amano is the one that was giving out the free passes. So, with that being said, Kako, Ige must be held accountable. There's a petition going on right now, swinging around. And if you guys haven't signed it, I think you guys should sign it. It's a petition to, what was it? The petition was to get Ige impeached. So, the process, we don't know if the process works, but from what has been shown with Governor Ige, he is truly, in the year of the Hawaiian, he truly knows how to treat Hawaiians. So, Kako, Ige, in our eyes, he is a constitutional oath breaker that qualifies him to go to Guantanamo. So, that's why it's concerning that these people are in politics, they're continuing to force feed our community, the genocide, and so DJ Derbs, you know. I got to take it out from my brothers out there, uh, Molokai, Brother Kolu, you know, um, Mahalo. Um, but I, I agree, we should take him out uh, for some time on Kaho'olawe, Brother Kimo out there, community service on Kaho'olawe. Yep. Um, they can go clean up the bombs over there. Um, so that's a shout out to you brothers out there, Cheryl, Joseph, um, Sister Shandell, uh, thank you guys for calling in and putting your comments up because that's a great idea. Fake state country and use Kaho'olawe as uh, oath breaker 
uh, incarceration, violation, community service, where they can make up um, all of the past wrongs that they did and, and clean up our aina on Koho Olave. That's a great idea. Mahalo, guys. There you there. go, DJ Derbs. You see that? We just pull one right off of the, right out of cyberspace. Spring them out right out of cyberspace, and we go ahead and implement them on the dark side of Hawaiian politics. People weigh in, and we try and answer as we are in the middle of the bang, right? So, for the first one, there you guys have it, the Constitutional Old Breaker. Number one, this week, yours truly, David Y.E.A. is the Constitutional Old Breaker number one. And number two this week, we have, ah, a familiar name. Your uncle, Bill Amalaya. <laughs> How come all these guys always more uncle? It's your oh, uncle. Uh, DJ Terps, we know what we're talking about. It's out there too, right? Your uncle, our uncle, their uncle. But, you know, we call him Bill Amalaya because every family has a liar, uncle, right? We're going to have to <laughs> highlight these uncles because, you know, when you're making $150,000, yeah, it seems to um, have your perspective and outlook look beyond what your obligation is in, in your position as chair as the so, Hawaiian Homes Commission. So, DJ Derbs, let me weigh in on this this last convo. Let me start it off. So, Bill, I'm a liar. Contract is void. Because we got to remember, he has the historical record of evictions on Native Hawaiians in the year of the Hawaiian. With that being said, you are truly special. And your friend, Mr. Pacheco, all access Pacheco, Forest and Trails, he had to get out because we were shining the light when he burnt down the historical Humuula Sheep Station building on your time watch. He's not a beneficiary. So Bill Amalaya, loose lips, sink ships. He's not a beneficiary. He has all access. He loves the Palila just as much as ours. But I heard this guy, Joe, uh, not, not, not Joe, but this Mr. Pacheco, we love Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe's the best in the West. But this Pacheco here is something else. He was harassing some of our beautiful Manawahines when they were up there for the winter solstice. He wants to keep it prime for him and his lovely peanut butter jelly sandwich on Humula Sheep Station grounds. So, Mr. Pacheco, Forest and Trails, we had to cut your line because of your tie with your classmate, Bill Amalaya. Well, let's not forget, everybody. He was the deal in our head when he passed the premature TMT bill. Kako, let's not forget that this is the guy. This is the piece of work. He is one of the main components that has been driving this cash cow of genocide for the fake state. He is a career criminal stemming over 15 to 18 plus year as a corrupted official in the state of Hawaii. And for that, we must give him the award of the week of your constitutional oath breaker. So there you go, Kako. What you got to say about this marvelous, highest prestige award that you can win weekly. We give him the grand prize, one-way trip to Kaholave, clean up those bombs, baby. Gee. Gee. So, Lahui, that wraps up our our second constitutional oath breaker, one-way trip to Kaholave segment. 
Ah, couldn't say it better. There you go. <laughs> Took it right out of my mouth. A constitutional oath breaker. Ige is in the slim lead in front of his puppet, Bill Amalaya. So, this last segment, before we wrap it up, Lahui, this is called Wrap It Aloha. We do shout outs, we give mahalos to those who support, those who have continuously educated and worked within our communities. So, this is your section in the Rapid Aloha Fire. DJ Derbs, you first. Okay, this is a shout out to all you guys sharing out there. Luana, Faith, Keone, Ekolu, Sharon, Gerald, Kaiu, Kuike, Kelly. And all you guys and gals out there sharing the truth and the information so that we can eventually move forward in truth and justice. Mahalo, Summer. Um, this is a shout-out to Trip Govea, 808 LLC, 808 Collision LLC. Mahalo, guys. Take your vehicles out there to get fixed. One shot. This is to, out to Kuhikuhipuone, uh, Keone Kalave, and the work down in Honau now. Uncle Rupert out in Kauai, continuing to educate the Lahui and protect our cultural, historical space. This is out to the Keahi Ohana out in Lahaina uh, and Donovan Pretza for the Mahele and your information sharing. This is for Hunananio, Kuike, and the Ohana out there. Always prepping, always feeding, always sharing that great mo'olelo out there. And also to our families out in Kalailoa and Kahuku, too close, too big. This is for our ohana out there in Honomanu, uh, Kahiki Nui, Upo. And also our families and our sponsors, Heo Vaiyao, Brother Malans, been doing it for years. And we like to always give this special time to, to, to give it back to our community leaders who are struggling out there to make things better for their communities. Hawaiian Kingdom Airs and the University of Hawaii students who got locked in. We support you. We've been praying for you. We as students, me and DJ Derbs and the Ma'a family, we understand the struggles that you guys go through. We mahalo you guys. If you guys are out there, go to the ceremonies, go to the pule. Please give them food. Please malama your students at the University of Heva. Shout out to the greatest kick uh, to win any uh, football championship the game in the history, the Golden, the golden League. League. Brother Keanu, Keola Nui. We love you, brother. Um, and to the Vikings, Hilo Vikings out the there Vikings. On, your, on your great win, Division One championship. You know, they were so good that day, they could have won the Open championship with no problem. DJ with that Durst. kick like that, that leg right there. Shout out to the Hilo Ohana and the Hilo Vikings Ohana. Mahalo, parents, and supporting your kids to win that championship. Hilo Another high. time again. Hilo, Hilo high. high, stand up. Hilo High, stand up. And this is one out to Lahaina Luna, who had the greatest reception i ever seen a football team ever have with the fireworks blasting in the air as they came, came in on the bus. So mahalo out there to all your Lahaina Luna parents, families, and communities that supports your uh, neighbor, neighbor, the main island football team because now the neighbor islands, Rule and control Division One and Division Two football for the past few years, and you know, um, mahalo to those islands and those communities because we are number one. 
DJ Derbs cutting up on the ESPN cut. The last but not least, the Ma'ohana, Na'au News Now, so juicy, and yours truly, the dark side of Hawaiian politics. Thank you all, Kako Lahui, for tuning in. It was a long one, but we're trying to develop a process where we can keep you guys engaged quick, fast, and get you guys updated out the door into the real world, ready to exercise and assert. So there you guys have it. On the dark side of Hawaiian politics, I'm the National Crisis. I'm DJ Derbs. And the Ma'a is on the camera podcast. And the All News Running. We love you guys. Live from Moko Keave. We out.